BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hello and welcome to a Wednesday live right here on the early line on SportsGrid and all across the SportsGrid network. That includes SportsGrid.com slash watch. Find your favorite destination to consume everything all across the grid. I am Ben Stevens. Donnie Wright's side, of course, here as well. Bright and early on this Wednesday morning. Over the course of the next three hours, DRS, we will go all around the sports landscape. We are in the final week and a half of this Major League Baseball regular season. Most teams around the bigs, DRS, 10 games or less to finish out the regular season as everybody has an eye on October or maybe even the winter looking forward to 2024's campaign. We'll take an early look at the National Football League, the news and notes you need to know around the NFL to get ready for weekend number three. And Donnie, you've heard me say it before. I'll say it again. Week number four of the 2023 college football season is going to be special we'll have a full-blown preview today as well yeah waiting here for weeks three in the nfl weeks four in college football a ton of major league baseball to talk about a lot of intricacies on where some of these teams are going to land because all it takes ben one or two losses in baseball you find yourself out of the playoffs it's fantastic it's a sprint to the finish and we're here for it Certainly with the expanded playoff, three wild card teams, now three divisional winners, divisional races coming down to the end, and everybody hunting those wild card spots still that are alive in both the AL and the NL. DRS, a team not alive in the American League, eliminated from postseason contention late last week, the LA Angels. And the Halos confirming yesterday that Shohei Otani underwent elbow surgery this week on the torn UCL ligament in his right throwing arm. He is not going to pitch next year in 2024. He will still be on the diamond hitting, but DRS, that will be big for his free agency this upcoming winter. Quickly, we welcome in our Sports Grid Radio audience, Sirius XM Channel 159. All of our radio terrestrial affiliates live right here on this Wednesday on TEL. He's DRS. I am BSS. And DRS DRS Shohei Otani had elbow surgery yesterday. He is not going to pitch again until the 2025 MLB season, but he is still one of the most lethal hitters at the dish. He will be available to hit and play in 2024. Yeah, it's almost like that Bryce Harper timeline last year where he went, and thank goodness there was a DH in the National League. Otherwise, Bryce Harper wouldn't have played last year, and the Phillies might not have made that postseason run. But Bryce Harper got that surgery in October, not in September. He was very fast on his recovery, but hopefully we'll get Otani back before the All-Star break next year where he can be effective at the plate, probably DHing most of the time, and then you'll see him in 2025. He's a global superstar. This isn't going to impact him. I one iota, Ben, on what he actually gets paid here. So if people are looking now, you get a discount on Otani, think again, you're not. DRS, I like that because that is the question now. Shohei Otani was rumored and reported to be the first half-billion-dollar man in the history of Major League Baseball, a unicorn that was dominant on the bump and could hit home runs with the best of them in Major League Baseball. We'll see what his value now is only being a batter for 2024. DRS, a big series this week, though, back on the diamond in the final week and a half of this Major League Baseball season. The two top seeds potentially in the American League, at least if the season ended today, Baltimore, that top spot. Houston, the number two seed, and the reigning World Series champions facing off this week in H-Town, and the Orioles, DRS, have had the bats alive in Texas. Austin Hayes, two home runs yesterday. Baltimore, after scoring eight 
eight in the opener to come back. Plates nine last night, and the O's have taken both of the first two games against Houston, nine to five the final yesterday, DRS. Yeah, you got to love it here for Baltimore. This is playoff baseball at its best. You're on the road. You're handling your business against one of the teams that's probably going to be favored to win the American League. But having said that, the Astros better wake up because, yes, they're still in the first place. They continue the slide in two or three days. They might not even be in the playoffs, technically, if the Major League Baseball playoffs were to begin in a few days and they continue to lose. I'm interested to see how Houston bounces back, but I love what I see out of the Baltimore Orioles, Ben. The Rangers got a win yesterday, DRS, as did the Mariners. Mm -hmm. Houston now holding on to a half-game lead in the yeah. American League West. And you better hold on to it because Amazing. right now the Rangers and the M's also tied for that third and final spot in the American League wild card race. DRS, the Minnesota Twins will be going to October. They are going to win the American League Central, the only team in that division with a winning record. They blanked the Reds yesterday in Cincinnati. The Reds now fall out of the National League wild card picture, looking up at that third and final spot held onto by the Cubs since he a full game back. Yeah, good news here for the Twins. Kenta Maeda hasn't been very good this season, but was certainly good enough yesterday in a 7 to nothing victory. The Twins got some sneaky bats out here. 11 hits yesterday, 7 runs. They got some pop here. They're going to be at home here and also playing decent baseball down the stretch, not taking their foot off the gas pedal. Devastating loss for the Reds here, but again, one win tomorrow and you're back. Instead of say one win today, you're back in everything. Absolutely so. The Reds only a game behind. The Cubs end a five-game skid, playing That's 14 time, against the Buccos from Pittsburgh. Miami gets a win, but still on the outside looking in. And Zach Allen needed to perform yesterday at home in Phoenix. He did that. Arizona wins 8-4 to four over San Francisco. We'll continue to look at Major League Baseball in just a moment. But DRS, some news around the National Football League. Jamal Williams, who led the NFL in rushing scores last year with 18, yet to score for the Saints this year in his first two games in New Orleans now on the sideline with a hamstring injury that head coach Dennis Allen said is going to take quote some time to heal he will be out for some time as well DRS yeah, that's not good news here, but also if you are the Saints, you are 2-0. and You're getting Alvin Kamara back. You have to wait one more week. And by the way, Taysom Hill, 75 yards on the ground last week. I'm sure he could pick up the slack if needed for this coming weekend. But if we're looking for the Saints, not that big of a deal overall. They'll get him back in a couple weeks. He's not lost for the season. Alvin Kamara is the big component of that offense. One more game to serve in his three-game NFL suspension based on violating the NFL's personal conduct policy a couple of years ago. DRS, as we keep it going in the NFL, to some quick notes right here. Kareem Hunt paying a visit to his former team, still a free agent. He goes to Cleveland yesterday to visit the Browns. Of course, Nick Chubb out for the remainder of this year. Yeah, here's the interesting part. Kareem Hunt's been all over the NFL auditioning for teams and actually had a workout again yesterday with Cleveland. I don't know what they're trying to work out, or maybe he's just not in shape, but running back is a wanted position now in a few organizations. He's probably the lead back out there and still not signed. It's either A, what he's asking for compensation-wise, or B, the teams yep. just don't like what they see now. Yeah, DRS, they're going to, that being Cleveland, go with Jerome Ford, who performed admirably in relief duty for Nick Chubb on Monday night against Pittsburgh. He will be the lead back. WNBA postseason, DRS. The Liberty got all they could handle last night against the Sticks at home in Brooklyn, but New York advances to the second round of the WNBA playoffs for the first time since 2015. 90-85, DRS. The final in overtime. The Liberty moving on. It's actually short of waiting for the Liberty to maybe lose that basketball game because I just wanted to see a game three not in their building where they're the higher seed, but it didn't happen. And if you're the WNBA, yeah. ratings mean aces, Liberty. Let's get it on. That's all you want. Brianna Stewart leading the way last night for New York and DRS. The Dallas Wings left no doubt in their series clinching victory as well over Atlanta. They score 101 to knock off the dream and advance to the semis. Around the Major League Baseball Diamond next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. 
It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. About a week and a half left of this Major League Baseball regular season, and I on October, and not just a postseason berth on the right side, but playoff positioning as well. We go around the Major League Baseball diamond from yesterday and where the standings stand on this Wednesday, setting up the final week and a half of this MLB campaign. Of course, Donnie, we led off with it in our opening segment when we focus on the games on the diamond. None bigger this week, at least early on, than the matchup we are seeing in Houston. A potential ALCS preview where, if the season ended today, the two top seeds in the American League would be Baltimore 1, Houston 2, but the O's reminding all of us that, hey, maybe they don't have the championship pedigree of the Astros, but they are here to change that in 2023. Baltimore takes both of the opening two games in this set against the Astros yesterday, DRS, a 9-5 victory booked as the underdog once again in Houston. Yeah, you know what the time is? I could joke right now and say, you know what I want to see today in an afternoon battle between both of these two ball clubs today, talking about the Orioles and also the Astros? I need trash cans in the dugout here, and I need loud aluminum ones. You know what else I need? Jose Altuve with a little pencil attached right here that taps when a fastball is coming right down the plate. We need to do drastic things, Houston. Here's the reason why. I'm not a Houston fan. I don't like the Houston Astros, but I bet the Houston Astros. So therefore, they are my favorite team right now here because I do believe they can win the American League and the World Series. But my goodness, Ben, it is slipping away on a day-to-day basis. Look at the standings. The Astros in first place, a half game back the Rangers, a half game back the Mariners. And here's the best part about it. The Mariners are a half game back. They're four and six in their last 10. And so are the Astros here. If they just would have beat the easy teams and won those series, we wouldn't be talking about this. So when you say we're yep. worried about October baseball, you know what I'm worried about with the Astros? September the 20th baseball. It almost feels like a must win against the Orioles today. DRS, what a great point. I love that the Astros got you all riled up right and early oh, on this man. Wednesday morning. It is day baseball in H-Town, by the way. The Astros with Christian yeah. Javier on the bump, an ever-so-slight favorite on that money line. Minus 112 for Houston, minus 104 on the other side for Baltimore. So, as DRS mentioned, the Astros now have lost six of their last eight games, each of the first two against Baltimore, but more importantly, four of six, two straight series defeats against Oakland and then Kansas City, the two worst teams in the American League. You thought the Strohs were going to only bolster their resume to claim the American League West divisional crown. So, DRS, the Astros got you riled up. I just want to make one final point on the Baltimore Orioles. I think de facto my favorite team this year, as I've had the O's to win the American League East since way back in early May. Baltimore DRS since the start of August is 30 and 14. Baltimore is two games behind Atlanta for the best record in all of Major League Baseball, the best record in the American League for the Orioles at this moment, 95 and 56. They are nearly 40 games above 500. And yet, DRS, do you remember a time that the second best team in MLB, the best team by a pretty good clip in the American League, was booked as an underdog nearly 70 times in a season? Because the Orioles are 41 and 27, straight up as an underdog. More plus money yesterday in Houston. So, DRS, Houston has lost six of their last eight. Yesterday, the Mariners back in action, or actually they played again against the 
Oakland Athletics, their second straight victory after being swept this previous weekend by the Dodgers. The Mariners beat the Athletics yesterday, booked as a $2.40 favorite on that money line in Oakland DRS, a big victory for the A's, like you mentioned now, or for Seattle, excuse me, a big victory for the M's, now only a half game back behind the Astros in the American League West. Yeah, Luis Castillo improves to 14-7 and seven on the season. Also, ERA right around a three. You're going to lean on some of these guys once you make the playoffs, if you figure you're making the playoffs. And also, they did lose to the Dodgers here. But again, beat the teams you're supposed to beat. Now, maybe you want to get mm -hmm. at least one of those games from the Dodgers, but the fact that you're hammering the athletics, that is what you're supposed to do. Also, quick point back on the Baltimore Orioles. Again, I can't get enough of this. Losing the first two games to the Tampa Bay Rays over the weekend, it looked like an absolute disaster because what was on the horizon? Two more games against Tampa Bay, and then a Series yeah. on the road against the Houston Astros. I love this. This makes me believe in again. We shouldn't be doing this. April, May, June. Ah, nice little story for the Orioles. When do they fall off? They haven't fallen off. And in the biggest moments where it's so easy to crumble in the pressure, the Orioles are stepping up. That bodes well for the playoffs. Seattle 7-2. and two. As DRS mentioned, Luis Castillo now 14-7 and seven with just about yeah. a 3 ERA. He is going to be the trusted ace for Seattle in this final stretch. Because DRS, you mentioned it. They won the opener against Oakland 5-0. 7-2 yesterday in Oakland as well. As they end out the year, they have 10 games against the Rangers and the Astros. 7 against Texas, 3 against Houston. Where, Donnie, it seemed as though Seattle would be fighting for their lives for an American League yeah. playoff spot. They might be fighting for the top of the division. Houston only a half-game lead over both the M's and the Rangers. The Astros entered yesterday as a minus 240 favorite to win this divisional crown. Now, only minus 130 DRS for the Strohs. I'm telling you, too, and it, I guess we're going to preview this game a little bit later, but if you look at that, roughly a pick -em, and I'm not so sure it's even be a pick -em. Baltimore's got the much better pitcher on the mound today, so things are starting to cave in for Houston. You can't do with that talented lineup, bullpen, and starting pitching, you tried to fortify with Verlander to miss out on the playoffs after seemingly being like a minus five or 600 favorite just a few days ago to win your division, and then not only not win the division and not make a wild card, that would be devastating here, so big game today, and I'm not so sure Houston's the right side of the back either. It is really interesting, DRS. Again, a very short money line between the Astros and the O's today. Mm -hmm. Minus 112 Houston, minus 104 Baltimore. The Rangers got a win yesterday as well, DRS. 6-4 to four, coming back against the Red Sox to claim their second straight victory. So, DRS, when you look at Texas at the moment, they are in that tie for the third and final American League wildcard spot alongside their division arrival, the Seattle Mariners. If Houston, for some reason, DRS, is to drop in the American League West they might be fighting for a playoff spot as well because both the Rangers and the M's only a game behind right now of the Toronto Blue Jays but Toronto a 7-1 victory yesterday in the Bronx you say Kikuchi really really good DRS against the pinstripes it was all Toronto after the first inning yeah, I thought that yesterday Kikuchi was the better pitcher on the mound, seeing that final score. By the way, I believe it did stay under the total, which I think was eight and a half yesterday. And so a half, I thought yeah. the game would stay under, but my goodness. Toronto scoring seven runs and the game still staying under. Pretty incredible stuff there. But we'll have Craig Mitchell on a little bit later, and maybe we start to look at if we have de facto ties at the end of the season, do we actually have that extra game to get another team into the wild card? Should be fun times, but my goodness. Every single day, new topics to talk about, new teams leading divisions, or falling out of the yep. wild card race or climbing back in. It's wonderful stuff in September, it is. DRS, the Yankees not technically or mathematically eliminated just yet, but now seven games back, only a game above 500. The Blue Jays end their year with five more games against the Yanks, six games against Tampa Bay. That's their final 11. But Toronto right now, a game advantage over both of the teams from the AL West, Texas and Seattle. The Rangers and the M's, a half game behind the Astros. It is getting exciting in the American League. The National League wildcard DRS, each and every day there's a new update 
between the Reds now, who entered yesterday in a tie for that third and final spot. Now a full game on the outside looking in mm. as the Twins go to Cincinnati yesterday in blank the Reds 7-0. Minnesota DRS is going to win the American League Central. Since he had entered yesterday winning six of their last eight, only nine games left for the Reds, Donnie. Three against the Pirates, two against the Guardians, three against the St. Louis Cardinals after they finish up this series this week against the Twins. The Reds are going to be in it down to the very stretch. No, they certainly are. And for a pitching staff that's a little bit lacking here, those are the teams you want to line up against. It's not as if you're going after ace after ace after ace. And also those teams at the bottom of the barrel, they're trying out new pitchers here. They don't care if they win or lose at that point, but you do. We'll see if the Reds can make that comeback here and get into the playoffs. DRS, we still have about a week and a half left of September baseball. But as we forecast October, we'll guess a lot. Off matchups next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Let's guess the lines and get you ready for an early postseason preview around MLB. Listen, there's about 10 days left of Major League Baseball action. Every team around MLB, 10 games or less remaining this year, DRS, or at least 12 or less. So there's a lot to determine in terms of playoff spots and playoff position once that postseason bracket becomes finalized. But we'll look at where things are if the season were to end today. And Donnie, we start in the American League. We're seeing a potential championship series preview in the AL this week between Baltimore and Houston. The Orioles have taken both games in H-Town. If it was to be those two teams, DRS, currently the top two seeds in the American League facing off in the ALCS come late October. It would be in Camden Yards, though, in Baltimore. The Orioles are going to be the number one seed in the American League unless they're some unforeseen disastrous end to the year they have a two and a half game lead over the Rays in the division a two and a half game lead for that top spot in the American League so Baltimore one Houston two because as of this moment Donnie the Strohs have a half game lead over both Texas and Seattle in the American League West but that seems to be dwindling on a daily basis the Astros still a much better record than that of the Minnesota Twins, but the Twins are going to win the American League Central, thus they get that divisional price and the number three seed. So if the season were to end today, currently right now the Rangers and the Mariners are in a tie for that third and final spot, give Texas the bid. So it'd be the Twins and the Rangers in the 3-6 matchup. The two other wildcard teams would be two divisional rivals, the Rays as the top wildcard team, Donnie, and the Blue Jays in that second of three wildcard spots, the five seed in the American League. Yeah, and by the way, taking a look at the way these set up, and again, it, tomorrow I might just hit the refresh button to be completely different if Houston falls yeah. out of this. But let's just say if we take a look and guess on the series. Now, most people would say to themselves, hey, for a season totality, man, the Texas Rangers are way better than the Minnesota Twins, and the Minnesota Twins are only getting the benefit of playing in a bad division. And rightfully so. That should be the correct thought process. But when you take a look at the standings right now across Major League Baseball and just look at the win totals, Minnesota, 80 wins. The Texas Rangers, 83 wins. 
Mets and also the Texas Rangers down a couple quality pitchers that they expected to be there for a postseason run. So no longer a far-going conclusion if we're trying to guess a lot and say, oh, that's easy. The Texas Rangers should be a favorite here regardless of where they play against the Minnesota Twins. Yeah. I'm not buying into that. I actually would have the Twins as a slight favorite now over the Texas Rangers. The higher seed playing decent baseball. And again, there is mm. no, you know, division where we're talking about, oh, well, they have a 12-game difference between these two teams, and, you know, the Twins aren't even over 500, but still going to win the division. That's not the case. We might even be surprised yeah. by the end of the season if these teams are in a dead heat with wins, or even the Twins finish with more wins than the Texas Rangers. I'm giving the nod here to the Twins in that first series here to be the favorite. DRS, it's a good point, because we pretty much just gave Minnesota the American League Central since the middle Correct. of July. They have an eight-game lead. They're 80-72. and 72. They're the only team in the Central that's not eight games below 500 or worse. The Twins are still four games back right now of Houston's overall record at 84-68. and 68. They'd be three and a half games back of either Texas or Seattle. So ultimately, still a gap between whoever wins the American League West and the AL Central, which the Twins are going to win but we'll see what happens down these final 10 days or so in major league baseball to end out this year now donnie i'm going to be honest with you in terms of the postseason bracket and how the tiebreakers work out i'm not entirely sure the rangers and the mariners still have seven games left against each other this year you play divisional foes 13 times now in the new mlb schedule but so far drs the reason we give texas the nod the rangers have taken five of six against Seattle this year so that is why you see Texas in front of Seattle in our playoff position Donnie I would agree I think home field advantage probably favors the Minnesota Twins over whoever claims that third and final American League wildcard spot but if I was picking the winner of said series in the wildcard round it would be either Seattle or Texas or maybe even Houston the twins have reached October many times in the last couple of decades and never seen much success I would trust the bats of the Rangers and the Mariners and the frontline starting pitching certainly of Seattle some questions for Texas but I would give the nod to the American League West team although I do believe because of home field advantage in the twin cities Minnesota would be a slight favorite in that outright series price yeah, it would be interesting to see, too, because, again, this could change daily where you take that Houston number two seed and flip it into a six seed here. Therefore, they're playing yep. the Twins in round number one, which could get interesting here. Carlos Correa going up against his old team. But there is so much to factor in. A lot of the times we already have this pretty much, you know, not set in stone, but, boy, it would take a miracle to change up some of these things. But every single day, the fun part is we might be talking about different matchups that just come out of nowhere and complete shakeup of the wild card teams. And also, it's not as if, like, Baltimore's number one. They're probably going to stay there. There. But yeah. Houston, number two, that could be Seattle in that spot. That could be Texas in that spot. And it throws everything yep. into chaos here. I'm going to lean on the Twins a little bit more. And thank goodness, I guess the Twins go, hey, are the Yankees in the playoffs? Woo! Thank goodness. At least we won't get swept yeah. every time we play the Yankees in the playoffs for the past 20 years, it felt like. Yeah, DRS, a very good point. All right, the other matchup right now, if the season were to end today, the Rays as the top wild card team, the Blue Jays as the second of three, the four and five matchup in that wild card round where home field advantage would be in St. Pete at the Trump. Tampa Bay DRS, very familiar with postseason activity against their divisional foe in Toronto this year. It has been the Rays that have that winning margin, but they play each other six times to finish out this regular season, starting this weekend in just two days at home in the Trop, and they finish the year DRS up in the Great White North against the Blue Jays with a three-game set to end out the regular season. Yeah, it's going to be a favorite for me and probably a close to a minus 150 to minus 160 series price for me mm -hmm. on the on the Rays. Case in point being, 93 wins for the Rays, 84 for the Toronto Blue Jays. I do like the frontline pitching of the Blue Jays. So, you know, if you go Barrios and he cracks back, you saw Kikuchi having a very good last six to eight weeks in Major League Baseball. Things could turn around for them, Kevin Gaussman as well. But I just trust that playoff yeah. medal for the Rays. Been there, done that. Tough environment to play down in Tampa. And also, you take a look at the Toronto Blue Jays this year. I expected so much more from them to be battling for the final wild card spot not necessarily i thought it was a legitimate chance to win their division when quite frankly they're not going to be in the top two in their division which again says a lot about the rays and also the baltimore orioles but for me it would be tampa bay in round number one to be a nice favorite there
Again, DRS, the Rays have the second best record in the American League by a pretty substantial margin. Currently, Toronto has a half game advantage over Houston and the other American League West teams, a game ahead of Texas and Seattle. But Tampa has been firmly in that top wild card spot. As you look at the Rays, they had a disastrous July, right? After a historic start to this year early on in the opening few months, 8 and 16 in July. But from that point, Donnie, 20 eight and 14 Tampa is solidified in that spot I agree at least minus 140 in an outright price against a divisional foe they know well in Toronto all right now the National League playoff bracket and DRS the first four seeds pretty solidified at this moment it's figuring out the final two Atlanta's going to be the top seed the Dodgers going to be the second seed the Brewers are going to win the National League Central and that's where things stand the Phils right now in terms of the National League wildcard standings have a three-game advantage over that third and final spot the Cubs currently own two and a half games up for Philadelphia DRS over the D-backs who own the second of three wild card spots but those final two spots Donnie where you have four teams separated by a game and a half for the five and six seeds in the National League anybody's best guess at this moment no, certainly. And if we take a look at the Philadelphia Phillies and the Arizona Diamondbacks, I think the Phillies would be a comfortable favorite in this one, being the home team playing at Citizens Bank Park. And I get you get Zach Allen, and Zach Allen at home, he is dominant. But quite frankly, will Zach Allen even get the pitch at home because he's probably going to be the game one starter, which will be in the yeah. city of brotherly love where he does struggle a little bit. And also, the Philadelphia Phillies set up their playoff rotation. We're going to have a one-two punch, which is very nice. Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler and a talented lineup there. So I think they would be a comfortable favorite. On the opposite side, if we're looking at the Cubs and the Milwaukee Brewers. My goodness here. The teams that you don't want to play in the short series are teams like the Milwaukee Brewers. They don't have a great lineup. They won last night as I thought they would, but that front line in pitching yeah. that you're going to get in games one, two, and three, it's going to be dominant. And late game situations, there's few bullpens and few players in baseball that I trust more than Devin Williams yeah. shutting the door on the back end. Tough scene for the Cubs here. Good season. I think it would end against the Milwaukee Brewers and the Brewers being a comfortable favorite in that series also. The Brew Crew, a six-game lead in the National League Central. Those two teams, Milwaukee and Chicago, have split their 10 games so far. Five for the Brewers, five for the Cubbies. They end the year against one another with a three-game set, I believe, in Milwaukee to end out this regular season. Donnie, who do you think would be a bigger favorite in those potential wild-card rounds? Milwaukee at home against the Cubs, Philadelphia at home with that advantage in the city of brotherly love against the Diamondbacks. Uh, to, to me, honestly, I, I think the Phillies would be the higher favorite. But I got to tell you, comfortability in winning the series, I might actually lean Ooh. more towards Milwaukee because I just love the starting pitching coming in. And I think they're built for the playoffs, rooting for the Phillies. But I yeah. think comfortably here, those Brewers get the win over the Cubs. Yeah, DRS, if I'm looking at it right now, I think when you look at the first four seeds, the Braves, the Dodgers, the Brewers, and the Phils in the National League, it feels solidified not only for the order, but it might go chalk into the division series as well. With the Braves taking on the Phils, the Dodgers taking on the Brewers, I think you bring up a great point. Milwaukee has struggled at times this year, not the world beater that is Atlanta or Los Angeles, but that front-line starting staff, Burns yeah. into Woodruff into Peralta with the back end of the bullpen. If you get one run against them in postseason play, maybe that's enough, but that might be a pretty tall task against Milwaukee. Things to pay attention to when you look at pennant prices. National Football League buy or sell next here on TEL. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. 
cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It is time to go around the National Football League. Week two is in the books. Week three on the horizon. Another game day in the NFL is tomorrow. Again, on this show, on the early line, we don't overreact. We adequately react to what we have seen so far and our takeaways in the NFL. So as we get ready for week number three, it is time to give you the assessment of where things stand around the league. It's NFL by ourselves. DRS, when you look at the Los Angeles Chargers, every year they enter through the offseason, into preseason, and throughout training camp with optimism and hope. Such a talented roster on both sides of the football, led by one of the best young quarterbacks in the National Football League in Justin Herbert. His individual success, record-breaking and historic in the National Football League. And yet... They seem to falter so far this year. Two leads in the fourth quarter, two losses. The Bolts winless 0-2. DRS this week, Los Angeles goes on the road for a game. It's virtually a pick right now against another winless team, another playoff team from a season ago, the Minnesota Vikings. And one of the reasons that people struggle with L.A. DRS seems to be some questionable decisions and management from their head man, Brandon Staley. Now it's year number three for Staley. Overall, a 19-17 and 17 record, a team that averages more than 25 points per game, but although he was an offensive player throughout his football days, he was the DCC for the other LA team under Sean McVay before heading to be the head coach of the Chargers, a defense that allows more than 25 points per game. So DRS, if the Chargers start off this year 0-3 with another disastrous fourth quarter loss against the Minnesota Vikings this upcoming Sunday, the buy or sell question to you, my friend, Brandon Staley is coaching for his job this weekend. I don't know if he's coaching for his job this weekend. It's a long football season. But when we have playoff aspirations and Super Bowl aspirations and an extremely talented team, Ben, yeah, you can't start the season 0-3. And particularly, if you are a defensive coordinator slash head coach, you gave up 36 on opening day to the Miami Dolphins. Hey, what did you want us to do? To attack by Loa, you know, you had Tyreek Hill running up and down the field. Enough with that. Get a stop here, win that football game, and move on. Now, you go on the road and you collapse against the Tennessee Titans. You give up 27 points in that game, which if we're using the bell curve is like 56 points because the Titans offense isn't all that good. I say to myself and say, what's the two common denominators there of the previous three games that we saw out of the Chargers? A playoff collapse, a lead against the Dolphins, a collapse, a lead against the Titans, a collapse. That no longer falls on the players for me as they can't close it out. That's a head coach not putting his team in the right positions to actually close out quality opponents. Now you're going on the road to take on the Vikings, which most people say, oh, look, the Vikings 0-2. I believe that the Vikings should be a favorite and they are a favorite here and a team that seemingly can't stop the pass is going to get a big dose of passing from Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson here so as I look at Staley I don't know if he's coaching for his job this week but if he doesn't make the playoffs he's gone and rightfully so this isn't a team rebuilding here this is a team loaded with talent and underperforming that's not the players that's the coach DRS 20 of 24 246 passing yards, an average depth of target of over 10 yards, and a touchdown to zero interceptions. That was Ryan Tannehill's box score and stat line from Sunday in Nashville. You don't see that out of Tennessee, who also ran for a buck 41 on the ground. The Chargers had 342 yards of total offense. The Tennessee Titans had 341. And the Titans won that football game in overtime, outlasting L.A. Don't bring up 
the Jacksonville game in front of Brandon Staley, but it is in embodiment, if you will, DRS, of this Chargers franchise under his leadership. The Chargers are 19-17. and 17. And like you mentioned, DRS, it is not for the Bolts to get to the playoffs this year. Hey, 9-8, and 10-7, and seven, another wild card berth. It is to actually do something of worth, of actual success, win a playoff game, win two playoff games, play for a conference championship. That is always where the optimism leads to expectation for Los Angeles. And Donnie, we often see this in college football. We see it in the NFL as well. When a coach knows that seat is getting just a little bit warm, they make a drastic change to their coaching staff. So, last year, Lombardi was fired from L.A. Kellen Moore, the young play caller from Dallas, who was grooming himself into a head coach one day in the National Football League, is brought in to orchestrate an offense that fully highlights all that Justin Herbert can do. If it doesn't work out with Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator in Los Angeles, Brandon Staley packed the bag. Kellen Moore enter in as the head coach. All that being said, no, Brandon Staley is not coaching for his job in week number three. Week number 13, though, if they have a losing record, it might be a very different story. The Chargers now, DRS, were a slight favorite to make the postseason before this year got underway. Heavily favored to miss. Greater than a $2 favorite to not see the playoffs in the AFC. Minus 215. All right, DRS, next up. We have a matchup in the NFC in the Motor City on Sunday afternoon between the Lions and the Falcons. Atlanta is a perfect 2-0 to start this year. Detroit went to the home of the defending champs and knocked off the Chiefs, although they did squander an opportunity to start the year 2-0 with a victory over Seattle on Sunday. They lost in overtime 37-31. But DRS, there's a different level of expectation for both of these teams this year. Detroit's still a front runner in the NFC North. Atlanta only 25 cents behind the Saints in the NFC South. And both teams right now, DRS, heavily favored to see the postseason. In fact, the Dirty Birds have a better price at minus 225 than that of the Lions at minus 180. So buy or sell to you, Donnie Wrightside. Both of these teams, the Falcons and the Lions, will make the playoffs in 2023. I'm going to buy both of those here. And also, one of the teams oh. in Detroit, yes, they're 1-1. One one. They snuck out a victory opening night against Kansas City, which was a quality victory. They blew the game technically against the Seahawks, but it's still lost, and they're 1-1. One one. I just like the makeup of that team. Jared Goff, I think, can move that offense. Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator, has done a great job here. It wasn't the problem, again, that the defense couldn't stop anybody. That's not the offense's issue. They'll move, they'll score points. They have a legitimate chance to take down that division. But I want to focus more here on the Atlanta Falcons, what we're getting out of them. Do I absolutely love what the Falcons are doing? Not necessarily, but those are two quality wins to start the season. You had a rookie quarterback that you played at home in week number one. You handled your business. You waited him out. You won by two touchdowns. Last week, you were down roughly by two touchdowns in the second half against the Green Bay Packers. He came back and won that football game. That is tremendous yeah. here. This is going to be a big test, though. Desmond Ritter still a young quarterback in the NFL. What's the common denominator for the Atlanta Falcons, Ben, over the first two weeks here? You played at home in both of those games. Yes, I know this is a dome game coming up, but if you're looking from a Detroit perspective, you can't lose this football game. They'll be on their P's and Q's, but maybe a little bit damaged yeah. in that secondary. Yeah. But if we're looking from an Atlanta perspective where you might be able to wait the other team out, Detroit's going to score points this week. It's up to you to counter that. But if we're looking long-term in the season prognostications here, I like both of these teams to make the playoffs. That seventh playoff spot makes a big difference on teams that you feel will be close to 500 yeah. or better. And also keep in mind, Atlanta's not a great football team, but they do have a great schedule, Ben. That's going to help them. And they have a great rookie running back in B. John Robinson, who had 172 total yards from the line of scrimmage last week in his second NFL game. I think DRS for Detroit to fully put on an impressive performance is not only a win and cover at home on Sunday. They're a three-and-a-half-point favorite against Atlanta. It's keeping the total under 46-and-a-half and showing that defense, because I don't think Desmond Ritter is beating them through the air, but showing that defense can slow down. Down, Tyler Algier and mm -hmm. Bijan Robinson. We haven't seen it so far out of Detroit. By the way, I'm just going to sell that, by the way. Detroit's going to be a playoff team. I don't believe the Dirty Birds, DRS, when all is said and done, are going to make the postseason. The NFC South is one of 
two divisions in the National Football League with three teams at an unbeaten perfect 2-0 and record, the Falcons, the Saints, and the Buccaneers, I still believe there's only going to be one team out of the NFC South to make the playoffs in the NFC, and it's going to be the Saints winning the division. All right, DRS, this is going to be a tough one for me. The Chicago Bears so far are 0-2. The Chicago Bears have lost 12 consecutive games where they have allowed the opponent to stack up at least 25 points in every one of those 12 losses. The Chicago Bears entered the year with a win total of 7.5. Now it's 5 and a hook. And the man in all orange right there, Justin Fields, did not look too good last week in Tampa Bay. DRS, buy or sell. The Chicago Bears are the worst team currently in the National Football League. I mean, again, when we did the two, like, who's going to win MVP? Oh, it's two after two weeks. Keep in mind, it's two weeks. We got 17 total games to play, so 15 more games to be played on the field. And you better turn it around if you're Justin Fields because everything that was talked about by the pundits in the offseason might be coming true. Hey, should the Chicago Bears trade Justin Fields, draft their quarterback in the future? They have a chance to do that. They stuck with Justin Fields, and they're hoping Justin Fields proves them correct. But through the first two games, I just don't understand sometimes the concept of the Chicago Bears. It's almost like Justin Fields is such an elite weapon where he can put so much pressure on your defense just with his legs. Yeah. Lane should be open for passing all game long, and they're just not. Some of the mistakes he's making, still rookie mistakes, they shouldn't have lost to the Packers opening day. They end up getting blown out by them. And last week, you're saying, okay, let's bounce back. It's on the road. Here's a pretty good spot here. Late in the game, you have a chance to come back. You throw a screen pass pick interception here, which was a terrible look overall. And then you don't get the reprieves saying, okay, deep breath. We're coming home. We're going to play the Raiders, let's just say, in this game. Let's get back on the winning trail. You're going on the road as basically, you know, it's dropping a little bit in line here, 12 and a half at the FanDuel Sportsbook, but it was approaching yeah. 14 points, which is giving you little chance to actually win that football game. 0-3 is a disastrous start for the Bears, and we can't be saying this. Like, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, hey, look, first year, get your bumps and bruises. We're looking at now in a season where you're thinking about extending Justin Fields or moving on from Justin Fields. It's a terrible look for the Bears. So well I'm not buying them at all. So well said, DRS. At the end of this third year for Fields, one way or the other, Chicago is going to have to make a determination on his future in the Windy City. Do they pick up that fifth-year option? Do they decline? Do they move on from him? DRS, I'm going to sell. I still think the Arizona Cardinals are the worst team in the National Football League, despite being a perfect 2-0 against the spread as an underdog to begin. But just wait for my transition and my pivot on Justin Fields is the face of the franchise in Chicago to Justin Fields in a different situation can still be a great starting quarterback. I'm just letting you know mm. that is going to come. DRS, the Cincinnati Bengals have reached the AFC Championship two consecutive years. Of course, a Super Bowl appearance in 2021. The Cincinnati Bengals have won the AFC North each of the past two NFL seasons. And here are the Bengals, DRS, 0-2 with both L's coming in divisional matchups. Week number one on the road in Cleveland. Last week at home against the Ravens. The Cincinnati Bengals now, DRS, are slightly favored, but only slightly favored to see the playoffs at minus 110. After an 0-2 start, Donnie, buy or sell, the Bengals will miss the playoffs this year. I'm going to sell that because I still think they can make the playoffs. They're too talented to be playing the way they are, but also the factor of that calf muscle for Joe Burrow is going to factor in. We'll see if he was maybe playing that up a little bit more because if you're just looking at pictures, he was hobbling during like the post-game press conference and just trying to get off of the field. Having said that, Let's calm the waters here. The Rams at home, the Titans on the road, and the Cardinals on the road. You can pick up three victories and jump back in this race if you handle your business, and that's what I'm looking at here for the Bengals. The Bengals did start 0-2 last year, booked as a touchdown favorite or greater in their first two games. Of course, found their way back to an AFC title. Can they do it for a second straight? That's the question. More three early line next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We end out this opening hour of a Wednesday on the early line live right here on Sports Grid. He is Donnie Wright's side. I am Ben Stevens. DRS, a huge weekend ahead in college football. Week four and the Saturday slate is as good as you will see this year and maybe in the last 10 years. But DRS, some big news this week in college football as well. Earlier on Monday evening, Michigan State It was made public that they sent a letter of intent, a notice to Mel Tucker to fire the head football coach at Michigan State with cause for behavior that was impermissible with a university vendor, inappropriate behavior with that university vendor as well. DRS to which Mel Tucker admitted to in this investigation, although he claims it was consensual, still a university vendor in Brenda Tracy who had had speaking arrangements in East Lansing with the Michigan State football program on multiple occasions. So it was behavior that Michigan State deemed impermissible and inappropriate and unbecoming to the reputation of the football program athletic department and university as a whole so mel tucker is going to be fired with cause drs by michigan state in just a few days just reading the room that's all you have to say about this here now maybe you could have gotten away with this at another institution i'm not even saying the other institution wherever that may be had lax controls i'm just saying reading the room going like we were the epicenter of some crisis moments here there's no way i'm even getting close to any one of these situations that will put my team my university or my contract in peril and he absolutely did that now i'm sure all the sort of details are going to come out later but when you're trying to win the public court of opinion michigan state is going to win this battle every time over the coach due to the transgressions that at least have been described here mel tucker offered a statement in response yesterday afternoon he intends to sue michigan state at this moment because he is fired with cause michigan state does not have to pay the remainder of the buyout of his large 10-year 95 million dollar contract that tucker signed back in december of 2021 hour two of the early line begins in 55 seconds BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.